When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I went to the comic store and I, I hadn't been there in like two weeks, right? Yeah. Uh, which, which of course... It happens. I'm not going to hold that against Which of you. course means that, that it's going to be an exorbitant amount of money uh, for all the things I've missed. But anyway, so... So I, it was Saturday, and so I took I took Chelsea and the, the kid in there with me, and uh, the Eric, the the guy at the desk, is like, "Hey, Brandon, wait, what?" Uh, and he gave me this this really weird look. He's like, "Who the who the, who, who are those who, guys? Who who are the who are those people with you? That's not Travis." Yeah, he's like, "Wait a minute, you're married? I didn't know you're married." I'm like, "Yeah, man, it's a wedding ring. I got the wedding ring." He's like. <laughs> and then and then after i got my stuff and we're leaving uh chelsea and uh, still hadn't said hi to him and so we were like leaving and he's like just put his arms out like what the fuck? i'm like oh yeah by the way this is chelsea okay see you guys later he's like okay bye, bye. <laughs> and that was the last time she was allowed in the other realm <laughs> yeah no wife policy <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Travis. Hey, this is Brandon. And welcome back to Apathetic Enthusiasm. Welcome back to Apathetic Enthusiasm. Are, are you just going to repeat everything? This is everything? Brandon. <laughs> were, were you just going to mimic me the whole episode? That's my friend Travis. Mm-hmm. Uh, On Apathetic. Yeah, we keep... <laughs> Brandathetic. Brandathetic Travthasiasm. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, uh, yeah, so we are, we're still making these things. That's right. Uh, we we're we got our Skype set up. I'm still in a very empty room uh using a bath towel to try and uh seal the room as much as possible. Yeah. But uh Are, did, did you actually get a seat in there? No, I'm still sitting on the floor. Oh, that's good. Uh although I did get a green screen uh from Amazon Prime Day. So, <laughs> you know, now I can be anywhere I want to be thanks to digital effects. You could be in Hawaii. Uh, oh my god. I could, hey. It'll be just like old time. I could you know what I should do is I should get that green screen up and then a picture of the garage, a picture of the garage behind <laughs> me. Uh, it's, I, I love it. It's gold. Uh, yeah. Did you get anything good on prime day? Amazon prime day? Uh, no. Um, I started working in a new, new section and I didn't really have time to, to browse. No time, no time to prime. No time to prime. Exactly. I, I mean, I, I kind of try to keep, keep an eye on it and I talked to my guys about it. And they're like, oh, well, we got this. We got this new tablet and all this type of stuff. Um, and I was like, well, I, I kind of wanted more audio slash yeah. podcasting equipment. And the the, pod, the podcasting equipment was pretty pretty limited on Prime Day. Otherwise, I probably would have spent a lot more. But 
Yeah, what, I got a green screen. I got I got a long charging cable for my phone, and you, you know whatever. I was, whatever. I was going to get that green screen too, actually, after you sent me the message about it, and then I, I missed I missed the deal. I missed the deal. Uh, you got to got to be hot on it, that on know, that clicks. And you know the thing about it is, it was only saving like two dollars. <laughs> you know that that is a good point. Uh, and I was like, oh I, no, I, I bought like a like a Wi-Fi enabled uh, plug. Just so I can control something plugged into my house with my phone. Yeah. Uh, and, and when I was explaining that to Sheena, she's like, "Why did you buy this?" And I was like, "I, I'll use it for something. I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure something out." Have you ever but, wanted to turn on a light, but remotely? Yeah. I well, I use that uh, IFTTT site. If this, then that, uh, where you can like program recipes and automate different things. TTYL. Uh, T T Y L Y O L O, yeah, R O F L, B R B. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so I was like, oh, we could like program a light to automatically turn on when the sun goes down, or like when we leave the house. This hat, and she just looks at me like I'm an idiot. Uh, um, and that's a, fine. I had, that's I had fine. a similar discussion with Chelsea a couple years back. She wanted to get like the 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 lighting right, like the. Like the view lighting, the and, smart smart lighting, or something. yeah, and you're like, no, yeah. you can you can turn the light on with your phone when you enter the room. I'm like, what? Why do you want to spend so much money on this? Uh, and and she was really mad at me because she was like, you're the technology guy, <laughs> and I'm why am I trying to argue this to you? <laughs> you should be on board with. This. And I'm like, that's too much money, too much yeah. money. I want to buy a PS4 oh. instead. Yeah, I get it. Which I, I didn't at the time. But eventually, until, yeah. until she's like, uh, "We're all gonna die soon." Go ahead and get a PS4. <laughs> uh, and on that note, uh, thank you to our audio listeners who are listening via whatever podcast network you listen to. If you are watching this on YouTube, thanks. Uh, we thanks. did release last week's episode on YouTube, completely raw video, zero uh, editing whatsoever. We'll see if I can manage to get uh, something on this. Uh, but yeah, so if you are not into listening to podcasts, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, thank you like subscribe, comment, all those things. Let us know that you're watching on the video format. Yeah. Uh, eventually I'll have a chair and stuff hung up behind me and things like that. But uh, for now it's just a stark white room. Uh, Hey, let's start talking about an actual topic. What? Uh, a movie wait, came wait, out wait, wait. this week. Come on. This is apathetic enthusiasm. Not, not talk a topic. Talk a topic in Borsy grasm. Uh, <laughs> uh, what are we talking movie, about this week? A movie, we're, well, uh, we're going to talk about who you're going to call. Oh. Uh, uh, Dem Busters. Uh, I am afraid of no ghosts. I am afraid of no ghosts. Uh, so, Ghostbusters came out this week. This is the uh, reboot, retake, re reimagining, uh, not sequel, but not not sequel movie. Right, that I haven't seen yet. You you went and saw it. Yeah, I, um, I, I went and saw it yesterday. Uh, I, I want actually, I want to I want to I want to take a step back. I went and saw the movie yesterday, but but Friday night, Friday night, I went to play foot golf with with a couple friends, as as one does, and uh, followed up with a little bit of karaoke. Karaoke. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you what song did you sing? I'm gonna give you three guesses. You sang Ghostbusters. Ah, you're so good at this. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I sang Ghostbusters, and I got some video of it, uh, so I could probably, I could probably post that somewhere. Uh, we'll, we'll put 
you send me the video and I'll try to put it in like the YouTube video or something. Okay. That'll, that, that'll send people to the YouTube channel. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I tore up some, some Ray Parker Jr. Ghostbusters. Uh, All right. And, and I guess I did a good job. Uh, but the, the thing about that song is like, did people appreciate it more because you're a man? Uh, I, I, I started the song by saying, where are my ladies at? That's nice. How, that's how I started nice. the song. And then Leslie Jones was like, what up? It, yeah. Yeah. And then Fallout Boy's like, who are you going to call? And I was like, no, get the, get out of here, Fallout Boy. You know what pisses me off about Fallout Boy? Everything. Well, yeah. Like, they, they're, I don't like them as a band, first of all, but they took Fallout Boy from The Simpsons, and it pisses me off that they, that they bastardize anything Simpsons. Yeah, I, I understand that that's your problem uh, with them. Okay, anyways. Well, so I saw Ghostbusters yesterday. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, I mean, I, I think we're going to talk about this at length, perhaps, but this is a movie that has not been uh, out for readily adopted by a lot of people. Um, a lot of people were not excited about the thought of of this film before it came out. Uh, what what were you, before you actually saw the movie? Uh, what was your initial take? What were were you um, excited for the film? Were you kind of uh, withholding your your excitement like what uh, were you pissed off about it like what what did you think throughout the process as you heard the movie was coming out when when i heard the movie was coming out i i'd followed it for a long time with with Aykroyd and he him wanting to try to get a ghostbusters 3 out there right uh sure. and obviously they did the ghost did the ghostbusters video game uh bringing all the voice actors with the exception of rick moranis on to to help out also sigourney weaver she didn't she didn't want to help out um so I, I've, I've been following it for a long time, and I'm a Ghostbusters fan. And uh, when when I heard that Paul Fag was bringing Ghostbusters back uh, with all women, like I will be 100 percent honest. Like my first thought was like, oh, okay, that's they they have they have to do that, right? Like they have to be women. I wholeheartedly that was my first thought. And then I'm like, no, don't be don't be an, a jerk. Open your mind. And so then I was like. No, actually, you know, I, I like I like Kristen Wiig. I like uh, Melissa McCarthy. Uh, whenever I watch SNL, I like Kate McKinnon and uh, Leslie. She, she is she is so great. Yeah, honestly, like she steals so many sketches as such like a low key at times character, yeah. but just some of her delivery and things like that. Like Kate McKinnon is is ridiculous. I and and that was for me. I think too initially the shock of like an all all female core cast anyway uh, i was like oh that's very different but then when i heard who it was i was like that is a great combination of yeah. individuals um, exactly exactly when when you think about movies like like bridesmaids and and some of these movies that really are a core female cast but they're hilarious films and so i was i was honestly i was excited when i heard about the casting yeah. uh, initially yeah and and, and I and I, <clears throat> I feel bad about the the initial reaction that that I had. Not that I was like, oh, this is going to suck because it's women, but it was. But my my initial thought was like, like why are they why are they doing like why like they, why is it necessary to to change sort of what the original was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but then as I said, I learned not to be stupid, and I was like. No, it's. I like these. I like these. I ladies. mean, we're getting there. We're working on it, Brandon. You'll get there. <laughs> I like. I uh, like these. Ladies. <laughs> uh, and and so yeah. Then I saw the first trailer, 
And there was a little bit where I was like, ah, it's too... I don't know about this still, but I was still kind of excited about it. Like, yeah, and I the, think the trailer this, wasn't as bad as as I think a lot of people made it out to be. This is an issue that I think has surrounded this movie ever since there was an initial backlash about the casting and about the new direction that uh, Paul Feig is wanting to take with the movie. Is there were a lot of people that were just misogynistic and thought it was had had complaints about the fact that they were women. And, uh, and so they've kind of hated on this movie be, even before that trailer came out. Yeah. Uh, and it puts you in a sticky situation as, say, a film reviewer, which we occasionally claim to be, uh, <laughs> where if this movie isn't great and you have criticisms about it, it's, you're, you have a hard time expressing that uh, without you getting at least a little bit of oh, you just didn't like it because there are women or something. Uh, and, and I think that's something that a lot of, you know, not just small-time podcasters like ourselves, but uh, major media outlets have sort of had to walk a fine line about how to fairly critique this movie while also not being offensive about the new direction that they've taken. I, I think there's something to be said about the initial reaction and how reviewers uh, approach it, right? Because uh, there's there's a thought that well, you know that there was never there was never sexism in, in involved with the the movie, right? It's just people thought it was just a really bad trailer. Like I've I've heard that. I was like, yeah, eh, yeah, I don't know about that, right? <laughs> but so so reviewers now, you know, pretty much if if you have a review and you don't acknowledge that that was a controversy, then you're you're missing out on on a big part of of uh the movie right the the movie review because that that was that was a big deal uh, in the in the movie uh they are uh the the ladies look on some some con uh, comments on on the internet and one of the comments that they read <laughs> the is, highlights of american society if you will and one of the, one of the comments they they read is bitches ain't be busting no ghosts and <laughs> And was that like a real YouTube comment from I, the uh, from the trailer? I don't I, I, I feel like that could have been. I don't know if it was right, but it was definitely a comment on if it was yeah. made up for the movie. It's I don't know if it was made up for the movie. Honestly, yeah. It's, yeah. it sounds like it, something somebody would say. It may have been pulled like like art imitating life sort of situation anyway. But, um, but all right. So but, but so I unfortunately have not gotten to go see this movie yet. Yeah. But you uh you did and I did and and tell me about that experience <laughs> <laughs> um the the last the last thing I'll, i just want to say real quick before i give into the movie no, no uh, we've moved on no i have okay. not moved on <laughs> now this guy the stormtrooper says don't move on uh that's that's sophie's choice he's like pick which one you want to you want to talk about the new co- okay whatever, whatever. <laughs> no the, the last thing i'll say like i i I got into a conversation with a, a Facebook friend the other day um, about he, he was saying like no 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 people just people just hate the the trailer so much that's why this trailer was like had the record for worst YouTube reviewers ever right it still has for a trailer for a movie right? yeah and, and and I was just saying like uh, that that says something because the trailer wasn't that bad 
but that says something deeper uh, about why people are hating us. He's like, well, it's not, it's not because of sexism. Like, just admit, just admit that it has something to do with it. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, I, I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with sexism. I, I just think it has to do with Adam Sandler comedies and, uh, you know, people not liking Adam Sandler comedies in in their Ghostbusters. It's like, yeah, maybe that's maybe that's part of it. But just just acknowledge, like, even just a little bit that yeah. sexism might have something to do with some of the comments. Like, nah, I don't, I don't see it. Yeah, and I th- I feel like that's probably just turning turning a blind eye toward the real issue here. Um, yeah, I you know I I can't speak for for any individual, but I I'm pretty confident based on what was said in comments uh, and across early media outlets that there was a fair amount of sexism <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, going into it, um, which is is a huge problem, and yeah. I. I really, I feel like this film has every opportunity to be great. Yeah. Uh, based on the cast, I, I'm not going to give it the benefit of the doubt or say like it's definitely going to be great because of that because they could still flop. And again, I haven't seen it, so. Uh, yeah. But you have. But, but so, I have. So, so let's 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 put you on the line, keeping me safe over on this side of the screen. Okay. And uh, and tell me uh, how awesome this movie was, or how not awesome it was. Well, it, it wasn't um, because I, I walked in thinking, oh, we're gonna see we're gonna see ghosts and and ghosts busting and and, and the busting of said ghosts. Uh, but instead, uh, we just and saw... busting makes me feel good. In, instead, we just, just saw. Tell, just tell we, we just saw women for for two hours straight. It was just pictures of women. It was just on the screen. Pictures of women, and and, and then like and then like big words like empowerment. Yeah, and like opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was just like a picture of of a, of like just uh, uh, Harriet Tubman and you know just all these famous these, Rosa Parks, these famous feminist icons, yeah. uh, Gloria Steinem, Beyonce. Yeah. I went, I went Gloria Steinem, and you went Beyonce. Uh, That's pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no. Uh, okay, so the movie is good. I, 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 Chelsea and I both gave it a seven. Um, okay, and and I, and I think upon rewatch, I think I would go to seven and a half, maybe right. maybe eight, right? Because I think that's the thing with with some comedy films, like the first time you watch them. Uh, especially when they're like dialogue kind of joke laden, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't get it all the first time, and some yeah you you miss subtleties at times. I think and and even like you know I I use I use my kind of humor as an example. Like when you first meet me, you don't really you don't really know how to take me, right? Yeah, there are people that uh, have to get to know you, hang out with you a few times before they really get. That you're even making a joke yeah. and that you're not just incredibly awkward. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. And that, I think that's the, the way this movie is. And even really the original Ghostbusters uh, a little bit like that, you know, it's, it's a, it's a slow burn in the sense that you have to get used to it before you start to think it's really funny. Yeah. yeah uh, I could see that. Um, so I would say like the first, the, the opening of the film really, really creepy. Uh, really the first quarter of the film is, is laden with um pretty scary stuff um the the kid who's usually not scared of anything uh we took him in the theater right uh the, mm-hmm. the matinee right so we're not bothering anybody and he was like 
uh, this is too scary. I'm like, okay, k- all right, kid. All right, S- kid. slow down. We're not leaving this theater. <laughs> <laughs> Just close your eyes. Then. Close your. Uh, so, uh, so okay, fir- so so you'd say uh, some legitimate uh, horror type uh, elements. Yeah, yeah. In the film. It was okay. Le- legitimately spooky uh, in in, okay. the, in the beginning, which is which is good. I think Ghostbusters needs that. Uh, the the cast, right? When I talk about this warming up to him, the first kind of thirty minutes, I w- you you're like you're like okay, how do I take like this this new cast and and like their relationships and stuff like that, and and uh, Kate McKinnon, like she she comes out the gate weird, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, as as Holtzman, um, and so there's she comes out the gate weird, and you're like okay. I don't know. I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I like this. But then as the movie goes along, she just she's so she's funny. She's funny like <laughs> like every situation she's in, she's just like smiling. <laughs> like there's a part at the very beginning that made me crack crack up. And this is a this is a spoiler, but uh she sees a uh they're like going to see a ghost, uh the these these women and these ghostbusters. Let's Let's not let's not use them by let's, their their pronouns. Let's let's not get into yeah. Let's, yeah. They're Ghostbusters. The, the Ghostbusters are they go to, to see a ghost and Kate McKinnon is, uh oh, uh, Kristen Wiig is is like walking up to the ghost right, and then, then it just she, she they just hear a and they're like what the heck and they, so it's a it gets a close up on Kate McKinnon's face and she's just eating Pringles, <laughs> just really slowly. <laughs> and Chris Lee's like, are you have to do are, do you have to be doing that right now? Like, yeah. These these salty these these salty oscilloscope uh, or whatever this she says. How can you deny these things? <laughs> uh cracked up. It's just, All right. it's so, it's well, so funny. There you go. Uh so it's a great movie. Uh, end of discussion. No <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's all right. How did how did you feel uh plot wise? For this film, because I know that they don't, they don't, they're not remaking a previous Ghostbusters movie. It's got it. No, it's got a, a similar uh, sort of development of the Ghostbusters uh, plot, right? I mean, like they don't start out as Ghostbusters. No, no, they don't. They don't start out as Ghostbusters. Kristen Wiig is she is looking for tenure at, at Columbia University, and she finds out her and. Uh, Melissa McCarthy at one point in time had written a book about the supernatural and ghosts. Um, and Melissa McCarthy puts that book onto, uh, onto Amazon to, to sell it. So mm-hmm. Kristen Wiig's like, ah, no, 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 no. I'm trying to get tenure here. Uh, and um, she doesn't want a, a book about ghosts to ruin that. So she, okay. she goes to Melissa McCarthy and says, Hey, I need you to take this off of Amazon. Uh, and, McCarthy basically says, "Like, go with me to look at this ghost, and then I'll take it. I'll take it off, so you can get tenure." All right. Um, and and things just things just go from there. Go from there. There's a little bit. Uh, it's it's not. Other than that, right? I, I think it's not. It doesn't have too many similarities to how the okay. the, the original Ghostbusters started. Um, but sure. uh, I I think. The introduction of of why the ghosts are coming into the city is is much clearer. Well, I won't say much clearer, but it's 
it's specified a little bit. Like, why are the ghosts deciding to show up now after all these yeah. years? Uh, there's a, there's a more there's a more clear cut explanation for a ghost outbreak, if you will. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay. Exactly. Uh, I gotta ask. Yeah. Do it. Uh, aside from you being a chauvinistic male who hates women, yeah. Uh, were there any other parts of the movie? that you just really did not like that something that just did not stick with you or um, maybe any, I don't know, casting or character characters or scenes that just, you're just like, nah, I'm not, I'm not into this. Um, I will say that, that Kristen Wiig and McCarthy, they're, they're, they play the, the, the straight characters, right. For each other kind of. Okay. And, yeah. and so, they're so they're not they're not funny they're not as funny they they do some funny funny stuff they're not but, they're not like crazy characters but, per se right they're, they're the grounded ones yeah uh, and and they're it's odd because when McKinnon and, and Jones are doing this crazy stuff right you would think that they're the ones who are overacting but right. but yeah. it, but it almost feels like like Wig and McCarthy are the the overactors trying to play it, oh, okay. trying to play it straight got it. Uh, uh, but, okay, I see. What, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Leslie Jones is also awesome. I'm I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of her on SNL usually, but mm-hmm. but she she does some some good stuff in this. I I like her character in this movie. Awesome. Okay. Good. Uh, the the bad the bad guy the main antagonist. Yeah. Uh, Thor. Thor. No, no, he's not. He's not the main antagonist. No, he's their secretary. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. And he's. All right. <laughs> He his character is is so weird, it's so weird. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's he does he, he does uh, Chris Hemsworth right? Is it Chris? Yes. Or, uh, yes. He he does this, he does such a good terrible job. <laughs> <laughs> there there's there's a there's a part I won't I won't ex- say the exact scene right, but there's a part where they're interviewing him to be the, the receptionist, and uh, they're like, yeah, he designed designed logos and and so he's he's showing them his logo the the logos he's suggested for the ghostbusters and, okay. and they're they're all so they're all so bad <laughs> uh, uh all right okay so so overall you give the, the movie uh, about a seven trending towards 7.5 yeah I, uh, i'll give it a 7.5 just talking about it because those, those parts are really funny to me <laughs> awesome well uh it looks like the the movie was not uh a winner on the weekend box office wise uh, secret life of pets still beating it out yeah um it, do you feel like maybe it's possible we get this first group of people that goes out opening weekend sees the movie and says hey you know it's actually pretty good uh there's a lot of funny parts and then more people maybe come out and see it in following weeks just because uh, they've heard good things. I mean, it's certified fresh and rotten tomatoes. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not, uh, nobody's coming out and saying this is like a fantastic four level failure. So, I mean, I'm, I'm still interested in seeing it. I'm hoping to go see it this week. Uh, I, 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 what do you, what do you, you think it, you think it maybe hold its own and maybe even make some money? I I'd like, I'd like to see it, uh, succeed. I would like to see yeah. it succeed. And, uh, because it, it is, it is a good movie, right? I just hope that the 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 naysayers who were like, I'm not seeing this beforehand. I'm not seeing it, even without seeing a trailer, right? Like right. just from the initial announcement, I'm not seeing that. F that. 
Uh, because I've been such a diehard Ghostbusters fan my entire <laughs> life. Enti- ever since 1995 when I was born. Entire life! <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I hope... They rip their shit. I hope that they... They their heart loosens up a little bit and they go see, yeah. go see the film because it, it is it is good it is funny uh, and I, I don't know if they will and uh, plus I honestly I, I think uh, for for the young women the the little girls in the world you know I think you know when I when I was growing up I had the Ghostbusters and I had I had the real Ghostbusters cartoon and I I had Bill Murray and I had Dan Aykroyd and I had Harold Ramis and. Uh, and these were our role models growing up. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, like I wanted to have, I wanted to have a proton pack on. I wanted to have that little trap, right? Oh yeah, like no, I I played with that stuff too, and then or made fake stuff that acted like it. Yeah, and and, and we had those things, uh, and I, I feel that you know this, they're good role models for uh, the uh, the girls out there who sure who who, yeah. who want like an action type type thing. Right. That's awesome. Uh, final question. Yeah. Sequel to this movie, you think you think it's in the cards? I think they have an idea for a sequel. If if the post credit scene is any indication. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm from an outside standpoint. Uh, I I hope that the movie does well enough to give them the option to run with that. Yeah. Uh, if they want to. Yeah. Um, one one last one last thought on there. There are cameos strewn throughout. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen some clips of uh, Bill Murray and different folks that show up. Yeah. Uh, so and, and 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 if you guys go, if you haven't seen it yet, go see it. And there is a uh, keep an eye out for an Easter egg. I won't say really Easter egg, but a cameo of Harold Ramis. His he has a uh, one of those like little statuette busts in. Okay in uh Kristen Wiig's office at the beginning of the movie and it's just oh, it's nice. just Harold Ramis's head. <laughs> so uh so he he's he's in it and the end titles say for Harold Ramis. Uh there's actually a really good uh essay by his daughter Violet um I don't know her last last name now but Ramis. Yeah. Um just talking about her dad and and talking about like when uh the Ghostbusters cartoon came out how they changed Egon into this this blonde guy, right? Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and Harold and Harold Ramis just being real sweet about it. He's like, you know, it's it is what it is. It's it's it doesn't take away from the movie I did. Um, it's, yeah. It's just yeah. it's it's entertainment and things things change. And uh, I mean, you'll never see a, a Jewish hunk, but I mean, <laughs> things most things change. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, if you saw the movie, we would love to hear your thoughts about it. Please hit us up on social media or over at apatheticenthusiasm.com. Tell us what you liked about the movie, what you didn't like about the movie. Please keep your comments uh, civilized. Uh, (laughs) Please, please don't bring any hate speech. Uh, Although it's the internet and we can't stop you from doing that. But uh, hopefully, wiser minds will prevail. Uh, one other thing we want to talk about before we wrap this show is uh, moving on to some Stranger Things. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's our show, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah, that's uh, it. No, uh, there's, there's a new series on Netflix that just came out last week called Stranger Things, set in 1983. A great year. But- great year. Uh, great stuff happened in 1980. It'd be it'd be better if it was uh, 82. Is all I'm saying. I mean, 
not I don't know if better is the right. It, that's a, it'd be close, but that, I mean that's exactly 80, the right. Eighty three is a great year. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, by the, I, no one can argue that the month of August is the best best month there is, though. Damn, I mean, damn right, damn right. I'm pointing at you, kid, <laughs> kid, because you're uh, younger than anyway. me. Anyway, uh, by the Duffer Fair Brothers. Enough. Yes, yes. Uh, written, uh, directed, produced, catered starring. by. The Duffer Brothers. Craft services. Uh, the, so, Brothers. so this show, before we get into it, man, how many times do they have to say Duffer Brothers in the credits for this this show? <laughs> it, it bothers me. Like, I get it, Duffer Brothers. And I feel like like the first... You're talented guys, all right? I feel Stop like... Stop taking all the credit. <laughs> like the first line of dialogue in the, the, the show is like, hey, did you guys see the Duffer Brothers? <laughs> yeah, the Duffer Brothers, man. Those guys are talented guys. Yeah, I know. Right. Those Duffer Brothers. <laughs> but stop. Stop. <laughs> and like the monster's uh, like, Duffer Brothers. Duffer <laughs> Brothers. Uh, uh, yeah, no. So the Duffer Brothers, they're involved. Um, basically, uh, simple premise for this show. It's a group of kids in 1983 and... One of these four friends goes missing, uh, and the the friends and family are trying to track him down. At the same time that this kid goes missing, uh, there is another kid, uh, a little girl, who is found in uh, nearby. Uh, she doesn't speak very much, and she's kind of kind of there's some strange stuff about her, um, some stranger things, if you will. Uh, and and we discover in the first episode that there's some sort of organization that is trying to track her down. Um, so yeah, so I don't I don't know how much you've gotten to watch. I I've seen a few episodes of this. Um, two okay. So first two episodes, initial takes. Uh, we 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 do see that there's a monster involved, some sort of being a creature, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a lot of other sort of paranormal, strange things happening. Uh, stuff going on with like electricity and uh yeah radio signals and stuff like that right um what initial thoughts on on the show what do you, what do you think so far uh for, first and foremost i'm glad they set the movie back in 1983 or not i'm not the movie the the show in 1983 uh because things are scarier when you don't have a cell phone first first it's <laughs> a really good point for, that's, for, that's for, definitely true for some reason uh but it also it also gives them this this chance to kind of have this like eighties throwback style, right? Like with like the 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 soft bassy synth and yeah, I got I gotta say the uh, I I never really think of the eighties as like a style until I see it done really well, uh, which I think they're doing really well with this show. But all of like the costumes and sort of uh, set decoration and everything around, I'm like that's my early childhood yeah wow yeah that is that is definitely how people dressed and sort of the way uh things looked yeah. back at that time the the uh, uh the the opening credits right uh chelsea made this comment and i agree is it looks like uh a stephen king uh movie from the the 80s sure like yeah yeah like the the, the like the the bold uh colorful like moving but like they didn't really have like a lot of computer technology so it looks like they could have probably animated it by hand or something yeah like uh all all my stephen king books like have that same kind of font too yeah right uh but other than that like i 
I think the actual the costume design obviously is is very eighties, but they they start with these opening credits that are are eighties style, but then like mm-hmm. the rest of the show because it's digital, uh, it doesn't have that eighties feel anymore. Right? Yeah, the production quality. I mean, it's it doesn't look like you're watching a VHS tape or anything like that. Um, but they, I think, they, I think they do a good job of capturing the period. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it's just presented in a, in a little bit cleaner style. And every, everyone, um, every once in a while that, that the eighties music feels a little bit forced and doesn't feel like it really fits the, the, the scene because it's digital rather than traditional film. Uh, that, I, that's just, I, I guess. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, one, one of the, the core elements of this show is is not just the creepy stuff, the stranger things that are happening, but also the characters involved. Um, you have uh, Winona Ryder. That's right. Uh, and she she plays the mother of the young boy who's gone missing. Um, and and at least across the first few episodes, does a a pretty good job, a powerful performance, uh, portraying a mother who uh, is a single mom. She's got two sons. She's working all the time and just trying to kind of get by and then is struck with this terrible thing happening to her and is as I would expect someone to react if they'd lost their son, just completely broken. And I think she does a really good job in that role. Yeah. Um, interested, interested to see how that moves forward throughout the series. And if she's just going to play this broken woman the whole time, or if there is some sort of development through that character. Right. And and some sort of change where maybe she's empowered to do something, or you know, she's she's definitely not just sitting idly by. She's she's yeah. definitely making an effort to 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 find him and and see do whatever she can. Right, right. The um, uh, there's an aspect that I mentioned to Stephen King already, but the fact that there are these kids who are like kind of taking it on their own to try to find out where their friend is, right, and then they find this this girl. Who, right. who has who has her L eleven, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Uh who has a history, right? Um and has maybe maybe she has something special to her. Yeah. You have to watch uh, you have to you have to watch yeah. a show for that. But yeah, we we don't we don't want to spoil too much, but, but there's definitely like a Goonies stand by me yeah, kind of feel with this group of kids. Which goes to the eighties yeah. again, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh yeah, that was one of those uh, there's a there's a small part I think in the very first episode where uh, one of the nerdiest of the nerdy kids uh, he he his his baby teeth haven't grown in uh, and it's he's much older than he should be for not having his his adult <laughs> teeth so he's got like a lisp but uh, he does like these bullies get him to do something where he like pops his arms or something and it's it's just sort of like this little thing that he's known for and they're like oh that's gross and then they walk away. But it totally was just like, this is like a truffle shuffle moment, yeah. sort of like, you know, this is just like, they're like, all right, make the weird kid do the weird thing, you know? Yeah. And, uh, uh, and he, he, the, the little bits like that, the interaction between these kids, um, I think is spot on too. Yeah. He did that by the way. And I was like, and, and then they're like, uh, what use will that, that ever have? I was like, ah, foreshadowing. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a very Come good on. point. Heavy foreshadowing. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that, that, you know, uh, the, the kids do a, a pretty decent job of really like solidifying that, that eighties aspect. And, and so I think that's really cool. And like, um, comics wise, like four kids walk into a bank. Um, it, there's, there's something in 
like four kids walking a bank and and also this where they're like they're relating more to like the kind of like losers um like cause four kids walking the bank they they play dungeons and dragons right uh, yeah. um and in this in this one they they play dungeons and dragons right yeah they're in the av club they, yeah. they're like hanging out after class after everybody's taken off after the bell rings they're like sitting there excited to hang out with their teacher yeah uh yeah yeah these are not the the most popular kids in the core group yeah but uh, i'm glad to see dungeons and dragons that's a yeah yeah throw it down and that's when that's why you should watch the show is dungeons and dragons <laughs> uh i mean what's what's your favorite part of the the show so far like like what what got you to watch it and what is keeping you going uh honestly like i think the period was a big draw for me just because i was like okay i want to see how well they do with sort of this early 80s vibe right yeah um there is a mystery aspect to it uh, you know we've talked about lost and a lot of different shows on this podcast before but i like a show that can do a good job of navigating you through a mystery and kind of revealing itself over time i don't go and read the wikipedia and look for the spoilers as soon as it starts to, to find out the end bread oh, no 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 that's not how i that's not how i do it that's not how i do it if i'm lazy and like it's it's like five seasons in and i'm like i don't have time to watch five seasons of shows to get to the mystery then maybe right yeah, or yeah. or if it's game of thrones where they have books so it's not spoilers they have yeah it's just already out there exactly god okay don't don't you generalize me you know you, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna call my spoiler spoilerologist because uh, my wife was like, okay, we need to catch up on the new season at Orange is the New Black. Uh, we get halfway through the season. She's like, oh, I just read the spoilers about how it ends. So then we get to the end of the series or the season and I'm like, oh my gosh. And she's like, yep, that's what I read. And I'm like, why are you doing that to yourself? Just enjoy the art for what it is. Don't, you, you, I was feeling emotion that she was like, yeah, that's what did, I, that's what did, I did she not enjoy the season? She did. Oh, I guess. See, you know. So it's so it's not ruining anything. She's just she, she's enjoying it in a different way. I feel like we're always gonna have this circular conversation she's, forever. She's just enjoying it in a different. Just just acknowledge that she enjoys it in a different way from you. I will not. Anyway, uh, you're no, just I, you're just like those sexists. <laughs> I'm spoilerist, if you will. Uh, but no, so I I, I like the. The sort of um, the group, the young group and how they're teaming together to try and find their friend. Uh, all the other stuff that's going on is interesting. I like uh, sort of the development of the Eleven character and sort of figuring out what she's been through. And I think as as I get through the rest of the series, uh, we the lens is very small right now as far as what we're seeing. And I think that it may get a lot bigger by the end of the season. Um, just as far as like really what is going on right now, it feels like just a missing, missing story about a missing boy. But I think by, by the end of the season, it could be about much, much bigger than that. Like this is a small part of maybe a, a much bigger thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested, I'm interested to follow through. I'm going to, I'm going to make Sheena watch the first two episodes so that we can then steamroll through the rest of it. Cool. Did, uh, I want to point out that Matt Modine looks so weird in this movie or this show, <laughs> doesn't he? He he he's like uh, so Matt Modine is like part of some agency. Uh, yeah, yeah, we don't really we, know much about him or his character. Some yet. some shadowy agency, and he just just as an actor, 
he looks he looks weird. Like he has just like really poofy white hair. He looks like he looks like Ted Danson. He does. Like a younger, he does look like, like a younger old Ted Ted Danson. Like if if old Ted Danson like like just <laughs> younger just younger but like kept all his old features <laughs> that's what matt modine looks like yeah i i don't know i i i just kind of let that go you know we'll, we'll we'll see how that develops over the rest it, of the season it's like but. the one thing that doesn't fit in <laughs> yeah all right uh you gonna you gonna watch the rest of the season uh yeah i, th- I think so i think so it, you got chelsea watching it uh yeah we we watched it last night she she left a little bit early out of because it was like midnight and our kid hadn't gone to sleep yet uh so she left a little bit early but I think I think it's a good show and I, I definitely a good kind of horror show um yeah. which which I'm always I'm always in the mood for like a a, de- a decent good one and I think yeah. this, and it's so and it's far, not so one good. of it's not one of those shows where it's like it's like super creepy or like super like uh like stabby or anything like that you know but it's just like it's just suspenseful throughout and you've got sort of you've got these moments that are really yeah you know uh suspenseful or 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 maybe scary but yeah um the one thing before before we we finish sure uh the storyline with the the older sister and uh her friends and her making out with this dude and stuff you know that's that's got to go somewhere more interesting or, or just go away. Hey, I'm, and I, and I, and I think it is right. I think that's the point of that. Uh, yeah. So, so one of the boys, his older sister, if she's really smart, but she's like hooking up with like the bad crowd kind of, and the dude's yeah. trying to have sex with her. And she has kind of like a, a redheaded friend who's kind of, you know, I, they're making her intentionally frumpy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's like trying to be like the, the good influence. Like, Come on, let's, don't let's leave the the, vo- the voice of reason. Yeah, let's leave this party. Uh, so it was really it was kind of annoying. Like I don't care about this girl making googly eyes with this this bad boy in in her bedroom. Uh, and I think that's that's kind of the point is that her her story starts so far removed from uh, what's going on with all the, the creepy stuff, and then as we saw at but the, by the end by the end of the second episode exactly it suddenly comes really now now um, now she's much getting more into that um that right. larger spooky look very cool uh i don't recommend I, I don't recommend this for bob carroll all right and it, yeah, and fair. and since since we talked about ghostbusters earlier uh bob will be scared in ghostbusters <laughs> not not to throw you under the bus bob but uh bring a change of pace there's your shot there's your shout out bob there's your shout out uh all right well if you're watching stranger things uh you know let us know what you guys think you can do that uh, on facebook at facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show uh hit us up on twitter at apathusiast uh instagram we've been posting uh some pokemon go pics up there I, I hit I think I hit level eleven this weekend. Oh so, my god! Yeah, I fi- I finally got a gym. Like I I beat a gym and uh, got got my dude up there. I'm, so. I'm catching up actually because I'm 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 almost level three. No, oh, <laughs> you'll you'll get there. <laughs> uh, uh, well, yeah. So hit us up on Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. All of that, so much more available at apatheticenthusiasm.com. and uh, yeah, YouTube. We're 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 doing a YouTube thing. So, so follow us over there as well. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, anything else you want to promote or uh, get out to the people before we we sign off? Uh, n- no. 
No, I, I, I you know, I want to I want to go ahead and ask our our listeners. I want to ask our listeners. Hey, you know, we we do we do movies here. We do we do television shows. Uh, we do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, send us send us a message and and tell us what you like most about the show. Uh, in in if we had to if we had to focus on an aspect of the show going forward, what you guys would like to see. Uh, I'd, I'd really be interested in in hearing that. Um, it, yeah, as, yeah, as, sure. as we try to improve our content and uh, improve our branding a little bit, uh, just just shoot us a note. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, okay, so you guys do that. We're gonna go and do something this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ex- was that an explosion? Yeah, yeah, that was from uh, Game of Thrones Fantasy. <laughs> okay. Um, I will have a desk next week. So oh. so exciting things are coming. <laughs> nice, <clears throat> nice. Uh. Uh, that says King of the North. <laughs> King, of the, King, of, <laughs> King of the North. Yeah, if you're caught up on Game of Thrones, go check out Game of Thrones Fantasy League uh, on on the same YouTube channel. Uh, and until then, until next week, until I have a desk, uh, <laughs> I am Travis and I'm Brandon, and we will talk to you next See time. See you guys later. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.